<clears throat> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to At The Movies with William Fletcher. As per usual, I am your host, William Fletcher, and this week I am joined by two guests, as opposed to the usual one. Uh, we've got Kitty back again for another episode. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. And, and uh, we've also got Brad as well. Hi. Hello, Brad. Hi. Did you know I'm a poet? <laughs> yes, Brad is a poet. And, and can, is there a place people can see your poetry? Check me out. Check me out on Medium. Yeah. Uh, I don't have... Just... It's Brad Sash. Okay, Bradley Sash on Medium. And can you spell that last name for people? S-A-C-H-S-E... Thank you, Brad. Uh, so this week, um, we are doing. I I this was my I chose the film to do this week, and uh, I've chosen uh, Rear Window to do because, um, well, the past few days where we are, we were in lockdown basically for three days over the weekend, which was a bunch of fun. We love that. Yeah. And um, I did not leave my house at all. I don't, and I don't know about you guys. Did you guys go anywhere or did you just stay home for... No, and even if I did, I wouldn't admit it publicly. Yeah. I went to the mailbox. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> to put, I, I, I went to the mailbox and I put Pokemon cards in the mailbox for my friend. Oh, that's so nice. So he could retrieve them. Yeah. yeah. Did you go to, like, in your mailbox or were they in his mailbox? In my mailbox. In your mailbox, And right. then he came at, at 5.30, 30 minutes before the lockdown was meant to end. Oh. He came and Ooh. picked them up. Oh, and... Playing a dangerous game. That is a yeah. very dangerous game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I chose Rear Window because it's a, it's a movie that works in lockdown. Like, you could... Like, the plot basically is the same if it's in, like, if it was in a time of lockdown or not. Um, very topical. Very top, yeah, topical. Uh, so, what are you guys like? Before we talk about the movie, what are you guys sort of general opinions on Alfred Hitchcock as like a filmmaker? Like, sort of, what are your broad opinions on his filmography? Huge fan. Huge fan. I yeah. love the guy. I, I mm. have seen one film of him, and that was the film I just watched <laughs> five minutes ago. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I. Yeah. Mm. I ain't no lie. I ain't no lie. No, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie either. I've seen. This is my second Alfred Hitchcock film I've seen. I saw Psycho before this because that's like his classic, like his biggest, like most. Oh well wait, I've work. seen. I've seen that one too. I've seen that one too. <laughs> <laughs> now we watch that one in film class. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, at least Weird Window was actually good. Oh, do you not like Psycho? Oh, do you... No, no, I thought it was... It's the one where the the girl goes missing with a heap of money, right? Yes. It's, it's, oh, yeah, it's that the... wasn't very good at all. Oh, why? This is a... just... already going on a tangent, but I actually want to know why you don't like it. Uh, it's boring, it's slow, it's the epitome of 1950 movies, uh, which are actually good. And that's good. a bad thing? No, 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 1950 <laughs> movies are good, right? 
fifties movie. Well, six, uh, whatever. It's nineteen sixty, but it's basically nineteen fifty. Era, yeah. yeah they they do have good movies, but the problem is the pacing of Psycho, in my opinion, is slow. It's 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 camera work is it leaves a lot to be decided. The so-called is one of the best film scenes in history is in my opinion one of the worstly filmed and shot sequences in the history oh, I, 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 I will give you that that it is very much like there like it, it is definitely the editing I can I get like your point on the whole editing uh, but I think you're wrong I think I think Psycho. It's slow. I I sort of can understand that, but I think Psycho is a a very very good. But it's not like his. It's not his best. I I don't. I mean, I think we're gonna get to it. But Rear Window is a pure masterpiece, and Psycho is just pretty good. I I concur with that. Yeah, I concur with the first bit of that statement. Mm. I've seen a fair bit. Uh, pretty big Hitchcock fan. North by Northwest and Vertigo are probably two, like, they're probably like in my top twenty. Mm. Right. Okay. Yeah. But, but, but yeah, I think Rear Window is probably the standout one for me. Mm. Uh, so I, I guess. So I guess we all pretty much loved it. It sounds like like I I am a massive fan, it was a very good film. and I thought it was fantastic. Brad, you liked it. I did. Mm. I thought at the start it was a little bit slow, but once you go into mm. it, it's a very good film to watch. I, I do think that is a uh, that is true. I think the beginning and like the first, it's it's because it's a lot of setup. You know, it's a lot of sort of introduction to everything and very much explaining what it everything is so I, I will give you that but I think that is very necessary mm. you know yeah and it, yeah. It, it's worth it's worth the payoff mm, yeah I, I think sentence make sense? I don't know. yeah and and that's uh... yeah. Brad do you want to say something oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah I got, I got yeah. Um, <clears throat> it, it provides a lot of social commentary in my opinion that's perhaps more relevant in today's world than it mm. was back when the film was made in 1951 am i correct uh i think it was I think it was a bit later i think it was like 1950 1954 so yeah. a couple years after that but like early 1950s ish no and, and i think yeah. that man this happens every episode, every every time we do one of these. Everyone's just talking over each other. It's not, it's not good. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 it's fine. You you could go over me. You're more important. You're the host. Okay. Well, I was just what I was trying to say is that I think the opening of the movie, like the first like few minutes or so, is a very good establishing of the setting and sort of what the character and where like the characters are and where. Like, because it's it's it takes place in that one location, and I think it spends a lot of time setting up that location because you're going to be around it for the entire film. That's true. Mm. I think yeah, I think it was a very interesting that it only had one set. Mm, yeah. Um, well, if you count each window as a different set, which I would, 
there's mm. like five sets. Uh, no, I no, I I count it all as one set. I think it's like a giant, just like one giant set piece that they have to that they work on. Did they shoot it like that? Or was it actual buildings? I don't know. No, they uh, no, they built the entire thing. Like yeah. it's not none, none of it's real. Oh, it's wow. it's all like that everything like was built. And I think you could probably tell that it does look I think in if you look close enough you could probably tell that oh this is a set. But yeah, no, they yeah. built the entire thing, like every room and every apartment, and they all like were furnished and they all like had actual plumbing and everything like that. It was very much, it was very legit and they very, and they just, you know, and it was all it, real. It did, it did have a bit of a, a stage play sort of vibe to me. I, I remember yeah, specifically I'm, thinking mm. at the start of the movie, it was like, this looks like something that would be on stage. Mm. And I think it yeah, might be based yeah. off of play, in fact. I, I know it's based off of a store, like a previously existing story, but I'm pretty sure... Short film. Yeah, it says something like based off like the, the short, short story. Yeah, it's it's like I think it's based off of. I, I'm gonna try and find this out, but I think yeah, it's based off of like a play, and I and it does definitely work as a play. Like this is, and and I kind of like those movies, at times where it's just like sort of, it's a play because I think it's a lot more interesting if it takes place in one location, as opposed to taking place in lot of several locations because I think. That could be more interesting. It focuses more on the character. Yeah, when, side of like, it. when the uh, like the setting is limited, mm. you can really focus on the characters and the actual plot and suspense rather than like something like big fancy, like you know, action stunts and whatever. Mm. But, yeah, uh, I feel like a lot of filmmakers now rely on suspense. Cough, Nolan. I think another thing in that sort of Brad, bef- can I just stop you for a second? We really yeah. rag on Nolan quite a bit, it seems. <laughs> like, we did an episode on us, but Brad, Brad, you, you missed out on this, but we really ragged on, we've kind of ragged on Nolan a bit too much as, like, a filmmaker. Yeah. And I did an episode with Rowan, and we also kind of ragged on Nolan a little bit as well. <laughs> like, we're really... I and I, and I don't dislike Nolan, but I do think that is a fair point. He's getting to a point of self-parody or spoof yes. i guess you could say mm. brad do you have anything to say about that like, oh. vision of nolan and like nolan is like what would have happened if hitchcock uh had an ego problem that's what i mm. think <laughs> mm. uh well, like they have like a similar kind of style of filmmaking, except like. Do they? I don't think so. Quite slightly. Really? I don't. They both have like the thriller kind of semi-action vibe. Uh, well, I I don't really want to piss anyone off, but I've only seen one Nolan film. Which one? Which one? Which one have you seen? Just- Justice League, I think. <laughs> that's not even Christopher <laughs> Nolan. That's Zack. That's Zack Snyder. <laughs> it's in his filmography. As it producer, I think. Nolan. I think he produced it, but he didn't direct it. Well, it's still his film, man. That is true. He's a ma- he's a major part of it. If he's like producer or whatever. Wait, what is it? 
I actually got to find out now what it is, what he did on that movie. Because I know he was part of it. He was an executive producer uh, on it, it says. Production. I don't know. <laughs> Control F. <laughs> Chris. Can't spell. Oh, anyway, oh allowing director Christopher Nolan. Um. Checkmate atheists. <laughs> yeah, I think if like Hitchcock was born like in the same generation as Nolan, mm. they would be making similar style films, you know? Right. But because Hitchcock came first and like the fifties uh, most of 50 cinema tends to have more of like a, a theatrical vibe, you know? Mm hmm. Like, yeah. And oh, so much more like creative just because I think it comes off that way because like uh, it was really Hollywood was really peaking and nothing had been done before and everyone yeah. was kind of, you know, seeking like new things and, mm -hmm. you know, the possibilities were limitless. Yeah. And now we have Nolan who's like just, you know, if he was in like the like a similar environment maybe he would have thrived you know? yeah but now he's like just like i feel like he's given up in a way I, anyway we should stop ragging on nolan no I'll, I'll 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 continue on that point though that i think this film is so unique because like as you said it's in that time there was nothing like it and, and i think nolan has sort of gotten to that point but he's just doing whatever he wants and it's ridiculous but to bring yeah. it back to Rear Window, I think this is a film that it's still a very unique story to tell. Like, I don't think I've seen it, at least I haven't seen anything similar to Rear Window in terms of, like, um, plot and premise and sort of, like, I don't think I've seen anything like that. Yeah, well, I mean... I There's no topping I... Rear Window, you know? No one's going to try to outdo Rear Window. No, exactly. Star Wars outdid Rear Window. I mean, okay. Do you, I, but they're very. They're, those are very different kinds of movies, though. Star Wars and Rear Window are incredibly different. That's that's fair. That's fair. Kitty, didn't you say you haven't seen Star Wars? What? Kitty, didn't you say you haven't seen Star Wars? Me. I have not. You have. Yeah. Kitty hasn't. Yeah. No. I know you have, Brad. But I'm just bringing up a point that she that she got annoyed at you for not seeing anything of Christopher Nolan, but she hasn't seen Star Wars. <laughs> Arguably well, like the I biggest franchise like ever. No, well, yeah, one of the biggest like franchises ever. Summarize, you know. I'm pretty like, sure it's a bit loose is. plot of Star Wars. Mm. Okay, go. Right now, <laughs> you're getting called out on national radio. It's it. This might have is to be edited. Out. Podcast to be because I'll do it. This is this might. Okay, we might have to come back to that because this is this is a massive tangent. Bit of a rabbit yeah. hole. Bit of yeah. A rabbit anyway, hole. so um, so we sort of talked about production design as the opening. Uh, is there any like, I guess we should sort of talk about like the performances and like the characters that this film has? Because I think this Grace is... Kelly. Oh my god, I love Grace Kelly so much. She's the female lead. She's yeah. like his girlfriend. I, I know. I looked up the cast. I did. Uh, that's what I'm doing right now. I'm getting up the cast right now because I, I want to name like people correctly. So I think I'm going to be honest. I don't think this film has any like amazing like standout performances, but I don't think it needs that. I think it works with this sort of 
simplicity of these characters and like their performances. That's that's just me. I don't. I like. What do you guys think on the sort of performances? I guess on the in the film. Um. Well, personally, I think um. Mr. James Stewart. Hmm. You know Jeff Jeffries, because you know everyone's called Jeff Jeffries. Yeah. Well, I mean Jeff is a uh, nickname. Jeff Jeff is a nickname, but yeah, yeah I get. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, continue. His, um, his performance was was very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I think there was there was times. Uh, obviously, this isn't his related really to his performance, more in in the writing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And production. There were times during the film where it felt like um, that. He was giving narration. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He was speaking. Yeah, he he was speaking, but it was just exposition. It was an exposition dump, I guess you could say. Well, yeah. Yeah. But like, there was that like dynamic between the protagonist and the audience, kind of like blending into one. You know, Mm -hmm. like with all the POV shots, and you know, I feel like that was a big part of it. Mm -hmm. I guess. But on, like on the other hand, some of those like sad, like some sometimes that that sort of dialogue kind of just felt out of place, and mm. it didn't feel like it was audio coming from the actor. It sounded like it it sounded like it was narration that had been yeah. added in later. Like it wasn't uh, natural. It was, like it's not. Like, just been no. the fifties. <laughs> yeah, that, I, that's I, I I I agree. That's a fair point. But I think this came out in a time. Where you where you might have had to do that like explain have more explanation about things for an audience because yeah because now you're we're sort of in a time where you kind of don't want that you kind of want the filmmaker or the writer to sort of not ex- not spoon feed it to you they they yeah you kind of want them to sort of Wait. get your speak less yeah they they yeah it's more it's you know show don't tell but this came out in a time yes. where it kind of you kind of had to i guess because i don't know how an audience would have reacted to that and i sort of think that is sort of another thing with psycho that i will kind of agree is a bit interesting there and where the psychiatrist is like explaining the whole like norman and his whole mother situation and the how and how it all works and how and i think nowadays you probably wouldn't do that because an audience more than likely we'll be able to figure that bit out. But in the 60s, they probably would have to... You'd have to explain it to them. Mm, yeah. I I feel like maybe maybe it was that, or but I feel... I don't know. I kind of thought it was intentional, uh, really, mm. to... to uh, because, like, I feel like there were so many... Uh, there was so much symbolism about mm. it being about filmmaking mm-hmm. like how when he's spying on the neighbors he uses his camera lens i was like yeah. come on man that's got to be a metaphor i mean yeah I, I i thought that was just so that he could get a better like a closer <laughs> view but yeah maybe. yeah i i, I think yeah that's just sort of what i took it like because i i try and read th- like when i first like first time i watch a film I sort of try and just enjoy it as a film. I don't often try and pick out the deeper meaning or try and figure out, like, plot twist or anything, like, immediately as I'm watching it because I don't think I would enjoy it as much if I'm trying to analyse it immediately. But 
I think there are times where it's sort of it's kind of obvious I think and I think I think that is a thing that kind of happens sometimes and I sort of think that the whole sort of and I I did kind of like the whole conversation that they kind of have of the whole like is what Jeff is doing is what Jeffrey is doing is it is it moral or not like is him is him is the whole spying thing it's it's definitely not but in that situation is it moral or not to spy on a person who he thinks has murdered his wife you know like it's a whole morality thing and I think it's a very interesting conversation to have there's so many conversations about morality though Mm. like one of the things that I'm most excited to talk about today Mm -hmm. yeah uh, is Judith Judith Evelyn and Miss Lonely Oh yeah, so I absolutely. So I is. I would love to talk about that, but and we will get to that. But um, I just yeah. So I think so. That is yeah. So there is probably too much exposition. Like now that you've mentioned it, I do think there's probably a bit too much exposition than I would prefer. But I try and look at it in the context of when it came out you know in the yeah. time that is yeah. but that is a completely fair point and you wouldn't do that nowadays or you're i feel like yeah if the same movie came out now it would have only been like an hour and a half but i think sometimes mm. you do just need that extra time mm. like to build suspense you need to like spend time with the characters mm-hmm. you know even if it's not 100 percent necessary yeah mm. and i think this film does a good job of sort of like, there's no real bad character. Like, there's no, like... No character that doesn't really work. Like, I think all the performances are very good. Like, they're all, like... And there's no, like, bad acting. Or there's no... There's no one out of place in the film. It's very much just... These characters... Like, there's no, like, characters that don't really need to be there. Like, you could argue that, like, Miss Lonely Heart... Yeah, like, Miss... Lo- like you could probably no, remove no, 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 no. the no. L- let me finish the Miss Lonely Hearts thing. You could possibly remove that, and the movie probably wouldn't change. But, but it loses an extra layer. Yeah, and I and I will admit that that there are times where you don't where it it's not necessary, but it kind of adds to it, and I think that. In, in some movies they would have th- they would have that and you don't need it like I, I guy like a filmmaker like Tarantino for example as much as I think he's a great filmmaker a lot of his films I'm just like that's he's got, they're, they're too there's too much in his films and I don't think there needs to be and he does and he's got too much in his film um, I think one of the characters I think that was just completely out of place there was that weird henry guy so i think at one point lisa looks across the window and said oh you know there could be sinister things going on at that window and then all the all the married couple two more things yeah yeah sequences oh yeah oh not of of him just coming to the window getting called back just completely random yeah uh, for no reason at all hmm. i was sort of thinking like 
for some like part of me was just sort of thinking is he that is like is it these people like does he think this guy's killed his wife or something or is there like something to this I, I was just sort of thinking like maybe it's not the guy who just looks sinister it's the sort of the average joe as it were like it's just the normal guy who's cut but when you look at the villain of the guy who he thinks has killed his wife he looks like a villain like he has got a very sinister look to him i mean yes and no like i mean like towards the end i think he looked more and more like like a villain but at, oh like, yeah at the start he just looked like a salesman yeah yeah and i, and I think that is very good and that is one of my favorite that's a note i made actually when the we are really jumping all over the place but when uh, Mr. Thorwald, who's the guy who they think has killed his wife, and he shows up in the apartment, and there's just, like, a light just shining through, like, just on his eyes. I think that is a very well nice shot, and it's genuine, like, suspense, and it's just sort of, like... And I do think it is very much... Because, yeah, that is true, that it sort of doesn't portray him as a bad guy immediately. It just sort of portrays him as this guy. But towards the end and as it progresses it portrays him more in a villainous light oh yeah that shot when he was on like the top of the stairs mm, yeah so yeah it's just he's in darkness yeah and he, he looks like death yeah and i think that because a lot of this a lot of because a lot of this is very basic cinematography i would say like there's no like crazy just like shots you know it, it's very simple it's very basic but you don't need i don't think every film needs to have that i think a b basic cinematography works and this is a film where it works because it's you know i feel like uh, yeah the simplistic nature of it actually made it more powerful like mm -hmm. when was the those like shots that followed the protagonist like uh followed his gaze like right out the window and was flipping mm. from him out the window i thought that was very powerful like even though mm -hmm. it's not like a technically advanced to difficult shot mm. it like worked so well and like that was vital like if it was just like a shot of him and then mm -hmm. a shot out the window it would have nowhere near as much impact as mm -hmm. it does when you like see it turn yeah them. yeah actually that that reminds me there was there was a very interesting and and bizarre scene in my opinion very early in the film mm -hmm, yeah uh when we're when we're first introduced to lisa um and really well Which... if, if you if you remember the scene right yeah she comes up to him and and kisses him right? yeah but like just before that a shadow like she she puts a huge shadow on his face in and perhaps it's one of the it's, it feels very ominous Mm. It's very ominous, and there's yeah. no, there's no explanation or real reason why that that interaction would be mm. ominous. Yeah, in my uh, opinion, yeah. it just seems. I think out of place. Mm. I think that might just be, that could. Yeah, I I think that may might just be your inter. I didn't really get that from it, but I definitely think you could sort of have that kind of interpretation of, oh, this is a bit interesting. Who's this? And, the, and they could try and portray it in a way like, this is different, you know, this isn't the usual thing. This this is, something's going to happen. And then it's just a woman. It's just a well, very beautiful woman. Yeah. I was getting murderified. Mm. Mm. And actually, 
I it might just I might I think pretty much every shot is basically from Jeff's point of view, right? Like, yes. and I think that it. I just, I was just sort of thinking about that, and I think that is what it needs to be because I think if you sort of took it to someone else's point of view, it it doesn't work as well. But because you know he's he's stuck in this one location. Like, I think it works a lot better that it, uh, yeah, it just I being think, from yeah. one position and one character. That's, like, part of the metaphor, I think, uh, of the whole film being about filmmaking, which mm. is my interpretation. I don't yeah. know if it's... I don't know, but, like, the camera, it stays, like, on Jeff's eye line, you know? Mm-hmm. All of the characters that come and go, they're, like, standing, but you say you, like, stay at Jeff's height. You know, the camera always stays with Jeff. You, like, chain to him, you know? Yeah. He's just, like, stuck in this room. Like, the audience is stuck on the outside of the yeah. film, you know? Like, watching other people's lives. Also, yeah. just, like, jump back to the newlyweds real quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I thought... I don't think they were useless at all. I think they were kind of, like, uh, reflecting their relationship, like, mm. Jeff and Lisa's. Like, but, like, opposite mm. like it started out uh jeff thought this isn't gonna go anywhere she's not for me mm-hmm. the newlyweds were like so happy and then by the end you see that jeff has learned that oh maybe she is mm-hmm. and right. the newlyweds were, like fighting and i thought that was a cool little uh i, I don't know balance I, I think we may be talking about different people here who um, are you talking about yeah which well, people are you people talking about are... The people I called useless was the guy who went to his window, smoked cigarettes, and then got called back instantly by someone inside, like twice, just randomly. I don't even remember that. Yeah, that's how, <laughs> how, that's how random it no, was. No, I, I know what you're talking about, Brett. I think you guys actually are talking about the same thing, but you just don't remember, because they are... Because you don't... They're not... You don't care for those characters. Yeah. You know what character I did care about? The dog in the basket? Um, that was funny when it died. <laughs> Come on. I lost it laughing. I won't lie. Did you actually? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why did you laugh at that? Why? I just... He's a sociopath. <laughs> Is the woman... The, the woman's response was, like, so funny. I will say this it, it does seem to be a bit of a trend in sort of older films where some people just sort of overact and they sort of are like there's a lot there's like a lot more they're giving to it whereas nowadays I would argue they'd probably have I mean maybe they'd have the same kind of performance but I think there could be a possible more Subtle, a, a little more subtlety to it. Yes, for sure. Uh, there were, I think, there's massive difference in acting style. Like you can mm-hmm. totally tell when you're watching a movie from the fifties and like a remake or whatever. But like, yeah, I noticed uh, one scene in particular where Lisa was breaking in to the guy's house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Jeff was just watching her. All his reactions, they were just so like unmistakably like. 50s reactions mm. you know like the the gasping and whatever i just thought if someone acted that scene now it would be so different yeah but i really love that contrast that's why i love watching old movies mm. can we can we just very quickly go on a brief tangent sure absolutely the we can. accent the accent that american male actors have from that period of filming <laughs> 
Bradley. Whatever do you mean? And the women have that. <laughs> it's like I love it's it. such it's it's such an interesting vibe, you know. Mm. As someone I've watched I've watched a lot of Get Smart TV shows. It was terrible. <laughs> I haven't seen either, but I'm I'm gonna so everything you're saying, I'm gonna take your word for it. It's it's a very it's it's it, it's like the epitome of of that era of television. I know Ma Mash had a lot of it as well. well. Mm. Um, Get smart is the sixties, not the fifties. Well, so yeah, but get your facts right. I mean, okay, okay, but like it's the same era. I mean, like fifties and sixties had similar. Well, uh, not really. <laughs> I mean, early fifties is extraordinarily different to like the late 60s you know yes, maybe yes, there are a couple years the blood you can, you can still group it in the same era <laughs> <laughs> you can still group it in the same era okay because one's at the start Man. one's at the end and you, you can tell the 70s are different because the 70s oh, yes. films like star uh, wars uh, and star wars didn't have the, sh the accents that the 60s had it no nah, nah. yeah um but like get smart mash and and rear window it, it's it's very interesting mm -hmm. accent uh it's like broadcaster sort of accent oh yeah 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 but uh, and i can't i can't for the life of me work out whether this is the accent actual americans spoke with back then or whether it's just put on an, an, act, an acting thing yeah I, well, I can't I, I can't figure it out yeah like have you guys seen um gone with the wind no. no, I haven't. Oh, you guys gotta watch it. I'm just not, doing an episode on that. I've not gone to Gone with the Wind yet. It's, yeah, it's great, but all of the accents, it's from the 1930s, right? You would love the accents in that. <laughs> gone with <laughs> the Wind, 1939, so, yeah. It's just like stronger. This, this broadcast has been cancelled on Twitter. <laughs> Oh shit! That's right. Yeah, because this because Gone with the Wind is problematic. Now we we can't like that movie anymore. We're not supposed. To. I don't. Because it's isn't there like a whole like a racist? Is it Gone with the Wind? There's like a movie from like it's, then that has got like the Civil War. So yeah, it's bound to be you know. Yeah. I kind of just meant it's being racist. Uh, not, yeah, it's getting cancelled because of making fun of people's accent. <laughs> they're white. We're allowed. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's white people. It's fine. We're allowed to make fun of them, right? <laughs> now we're getting cancelled. Now we're getting cancelled by all the white people on Twitter. No, <laughs> no. I, I, I think that is a, a fair point. I, it does seem like in a lot of old movies, a lot of them talk in a very like different way to what like is now. Because now people talk. Maybe it's. I, to be fair, you could. I think it might just be sort of the time period that they came from, and maybe that was a more acceptable way to talk i guess yeah or maybe it was just like a thing that they did for the screen yeah and it wasn't really it's it's an old thing. acting thing very sort of uh, it was a very sort of posh feel governor but it was an american version of posh uh, yeah and not as yeah posh i think in the posh. south it was, it was very, very sort of governor governor uh, now we are now we are getting Anyway, back to Rear Window. <laughs> yeah. So, we were talking... So, um... I what were we even talking about? We were talking about... Yeah, we were talking about performances. And... Right? We were t so, 
I think the acting, yeah. And um, so Grace Kelly, right? Is... Gorgeous. Love her. She was very pretty. The moment she like appeared on screen, part of me was like, man, that's a. What's about to follow in the next sentence may not be very good. She's a very beautiful woman. That's fine, right? I'm allowed to say that, right? Yeah. Yeah. No. No, but I actually, I I actually think though that she was a very. I, I like the contrast between the two, between Jeff and between Lisa. I, I liked how he was sort of more cautious about the whole thing, and he, and then she just does what she wants. She just like yeah, starts, they just like jump over fences, and then she just climb in a ladder, like, breaking into the guy's place. I just like, yeah. that's just. He, they both loved each other but in very different ways. Mm. Yeah, his whole his whole problem with her was the fact that he didn't feel that he could give her the life that she deserved. Yeah. Mm. Mm. And she kind of was like, oh, I love you, so I don't care. Yeah. And I think they, ha they have very good chemistry and they, and they bounce off each other well. Because I think the, like the chemistry between like the two leads in any in any movie to be honest it really has to work like the two major lead characters their chemistry needs to work or the movie just doesn't work and i think they have very good chemistry and they very much and they work as a pairing what what if you have a film or film series like salad fingers where there's only one real main character so what, what is salad? What is, yeah, what the what the what is salad? I actually have. Oh, we got you. Got to do an episode. Well, now I gotta search. Salad now I gotta search for what salad thing. It's a it's a web series. It's oh. a web series, and it's. It's. It says here, Salad Fingers is a British flash animation web series created by David Firth in July 2005. In 2005, the San Francisco Chronicle ranks it among the top 10 pop culture phenomena, as of. January 2021, 11 episodes have been published on YouTube and Newgrounds. It's very good. Please do an episode with me on it. I'm so tempted to, because it just looks absolutely it's, mental. It just... you're, going, you're going to watch it and you're going to be like, what? Yeah. 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 I'm not allowed to swear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... Lisa, right? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, amazing I... character. <laughs> I, I really loved the um closing shot of her, how she goes from reading the action book back to a fashion magazine, because it like shows that you know she can do both, but she still has like her individuality. She's mm -hmm. like an amazing thing for a movie that came out in the fifties to have. Did you? Yeah. you know? Did you? I thought that was great. Did you? Was it just me, or did the the person on the cover look very, very similar to to someone in the movie? I couldn't. Give me a second. I'll see uh, if I can find it. Was it Torso Girl? Yeah, it was. Was it Tor Rear Torso? Miss mm. Torso. I don't know who it was. I I couldn't think about. I couldn't. I couldn't. Hang on. Let me just look at it on YouTube real quick. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to look at it. And I'm oh trying my to... god, it's a what thunder at it. It's so loud. <laughs> <coughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, I got I got the closing scene up. Yeah. 
Okay, so do, what do you want to Please. do? Are you try, Are you going to share your screen or something so we can watch this? Uh, yeah, I will. I okay, hang hang on, Discord, please. This is gonna be. Listeners at home, this is just imagine. Yeah, or just find the clip and just sync it up. This is this is gonna be great for a podcast. <laughs> this is gonna be okay, great. Okay, okay. Like you're asking a that lot woman. Of yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That woman. That that woman. Mm-hmm. That woman. Um, can you see like there's there's lots of similarities between that woman mm-hmm. in the thing and the woman who is reading the thing if oh my god go back please uh if you if you picked up on it right mm-hmm. so let's watch this sequence right yeah okay yeah she is holding a book this woman grace smith or whatever her name uh, is also holding grace <laughs> kelly bro it's grace kelly <laughs> grace oh, kelly uh lisa is is also holding a they're both dressed in red they have red lipstick um mm-hmm. the hair is styled in a well i can't really tell it looks like it's in a similar way and mm. both the books are red they're both wearing red clothes yeah there's lots of similarities here yeah so and and we also can't forget isn't is she not like fashion designer or something i think she is isn't she she does like a whole fashion yes and this is a beauty issue mm. Obviously, the woman is not her, mm. but it's an interesting dynamic to have such a such a similar vibe in a beauty magazine. Uh, perhaps this this could have some sort of, of, of deeper symbolism, deeper meaning. You know? mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. What do you guys make of it? No, I I do think that is a an interesting uh, part to uh, to analyze and uh, an interesting scene to pull from in terms of you know the metaphor i guess, like the yeah metaphor i guess between that between those two characters i mean character and person and on perhaps also it's even a hint that uh jeff is finally going to let lisa into his life more you know with the whole photography thing because obviously someone had to take that photo mm-hmm. and it's a magazine and mm-hmm. earlier if you remember very specifically obviously they're not the same magazine but i'm pretty certain lisa says something along the lines of the only way i can be that woman is if i purchase a subscription to your magazine or something mm-hmm. obviously they're not going to be the same magazine based on yeah. the artworks that we see in his apartment yeah but there's just so many just connections to what has been said previous in the film it seems mm. like it's a direct reference to the fact that he's finally going to let her into her life mm. no i, I, I think that's a very interesting um interpretation of that is the word i was looking for there right and i think that's a no i, th- I think it's a fair interpretation of that Thanks. <laughs> we just everyone just stops <laughs> talking now. <laughs> well, I mean, I you're really, like, I think I that's don't... a very fair interpretation, and then does not comment further. 
Mm. I didn't really uh, look into like um, the you know frame by frame like magazine cover or like any of um, Jeff's actual like photographs, but there's probably like Easter eggs and symbolism mm-hmm. like all throughout it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, like his his uh, uh, his photos are, are very different. So he he took photos of like action things like. Uh, yeah, that's how he got injured, yeah. taking pictures of like a train yeah. crashing or something. Uh, he, mm. he stood in the middle of a race track, from what I gathered, mm. uh, <laughs> which is I think we actually we actually do see the photo. Yeah, uh, that he took. It, uh. It's a great photo. Mm. Yeah, it, it's also a very unrealistic photo. Uh, Brad, it's a movie. Uh, about it's the realism. Yeah, I know, I know. Is something that's not real. Made me sad now. I'm gonna go cry. Brad, just finish this podcast before you go do that, please. <laughs> okay. Uh, Are you trying to find? I want to find it. And 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 I prove your point. It. I want. No, no, I just want to find the photo because I like the photo. Mm. Oh, that's a, What's that? Really the. This is the Universal logo. Are you just playing the movie Very... again and just scroll? <laughs> No, 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 I'm looking at the opening scene. It's like... Okay. Oh, it? There, you can see it in the background. Surely it will show us further. I I can't actually see it on your... You're, you're sharing your screen, but I'm not actually see. You know uh, who else can't see it? Any of the viewers! Yeah, that's yeah, true. But, but, oh, yeah. Will, I can, Will can... Yeah. You can put something... Yeah. Sure. Oh, f- oh, well, okay, basically, it's a photo of a Formula One car exploding and crashing into the camera. Yeah. Which means, realistically, by by proxy, <laughs> Jeff Jeffries is actually dead. Which is my new theory on this film. This is a post mortem dream. A post mortem oh, dream. Oh, He's gone to hell. This is how he suffers. The two hours of the film was actually just like two seconds of his brain like shutting down before he died. True. Sorry, he goes to hell. Sorry, Brad, can I just ask you something? So he goes to hell, but he's going out with Grace Kelly. That's that's hell. (laughs) (laughs) Or or retrospectively, yeah, retrospectively, another thing is that he could be he could be watching his life flash before his eyes. In, in the pretense of watching everyone else's lives, symbolizing his own life. Yeah. Mm. Sure. I really liked um the whole the whole neighborhood thing, you know, and like the community values and how they all came together when the dog was brutally murdered. Mm. <laughs> you know, I liked that. <laughs> that was my favorite scene. Oh. Well, you say <laughs> you say the community between it, but then. They all just leave. They're like they're yeah. there for five seconds, and then they're all just yeah. like, you know what? Eh, we don't care. And lack, I did like that though. The, the whole sort of like I think that's a very interesting. Like, you can sort of say that if you want about sort of modern society. I guess the sort of whole like like it, it sort of can be, is an allegory and could very much work for today as well. 
if you mm. wanted that to the whole you know people I seem mean, like like they, they they try and act like they care but in reality they don't they do they do they like for five seconds they might do but it's I, a facade i, actually, I guess I actually disagree with Kitty here. I don't think the community just left uh, because there was actually a very uh, conscious effort by uh, one of the one of the neighborhood ladies uh, went outside and put the dead dog back in the basket. Yeah, and yeah. at the end, like, didn't after like the the guy was caught, didn't they all like come together or something? I watched this yesterday. And I can't remember. I don't. No. I feel like. I feel like it ended. I know it ended with uh, this year, uh, with Grace Kelly, but I feel like there was a moment with the community when they were all like, somber together. You know, uh, am I imagining that? I feel like there was. I think probably was. I think. Uh, <laughs> I think you. You're just. You're thinking something happened. Delusion. Possibly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jeez. You're just like, ah, oh, I think you're thinking wrong. Yeah, that's precisely what I... Because I am never wrong, like, obviously. You're like, Brad, that's a valid interpretation. Kitty, you're imagining things. <laughs> it's because it's she's a lady, isn't it? <laughs> We're no. Yeah, but... Yep. It's, it's done. It's over. Get ready for fun editing. Yeah. <laughs> um, is there any other characters we haven't really talked about? I mean, because I I think we've talked about like all the pretty good like the like the major ones Me like too. yeah like I mean there's like there's like Doyle who is a bit of a dick. Let's be honest, he the, he doesn't. He's, the detective. Yeah, the detective. I hated him. Mm. Well, I mean, he does have a job at risk, you know. I I will but... I will yeah the Brad. I'm aware he's got a job, but also I think he should be more like. I kind of think anyway that he probably should have acted in in a different way than the way he did. Like, like I I think he was a bit too harsh, I guess, than he possibly should have been. Well, I mean, if you are someone. Who is instructed to follow the law to the best of your ability and then you find someone who is your friend so you're not going to report them and they're like hey i think someone's dead and then you investigate you as a qualified professional investigate and you find absolutely no evidence that something suspicious happened and the only reason that the person came to you with this evidence is because they were technically doing something illegal and then this person goes and questions your, what's the word? Judgment. Your judgment. Authority. Pro, pro, no. Professionalism. Professional judgment. Your your qualified, educated judgment. They call that into question. Um, that would make me very pissed off, mm-hmm. personally. Like, just say, I'm playing chess with a beginner. And I'm not the best at chess. I'm not really that good compared to lots of other players. Okay. But if I'm playing chess with a beginner, yeah. And I and I say, make a move, 
and the beginner goes, uh, that move was bad. And then I say, no, it's not. And then I say, yeah, yeah, it is. You're bad. I'm not going to have you. I'm not going to let you teach me anymore or something like how would that make you feel? That would make you feel pretty pissed off, right? Yeah, but I think there's a very fine line there between chess and murder. Like there's a, there's a <laughs> yeah, there's <laughs> well, all the evidence of murder was taken. Well, all the evidence of murder had been disproved. Obviously, there was a murder. It but hadn't real... been disproved. It had been proved unlikely, which is different. Well, yes, but there's also not enough evidence to require further investigation. Mm. Which means I think there was enough to. Uh, at at the point there was when... enough for a search warrant, but that doesn't mean it shouldn't have been investigated. You can't investigate something without a search warrant. What happened to privacy? You can't. I mean, Lisa found a way. As an as an anarchist, you know, as an anarchist, <laughs> as an anarchist, personally, I just think that the saying, "Oh, well, we don't need a a warrant," basically, you don't you need a warrant. Someone's dead here. Well, then they're not going to become undead anytime soon, are they? They're going to be dead for the rest of their lives. Jesus Christ, Brad. Okay, you gotta, go, you make, um... go through the courts, get it done properly, actually get solid evidence, and if and if a professional, if you're a professional and mm. you've looked into it, putting your job at risk, and you don't find anything out, extremely out of the ordinary, anything that in your opinion requires investigation, and you go back to someone who knows absolutely nothing about your profession, and the do's and don'ts and the ins and the outs, and they say that you are wrong, mm -hmm. then you have absolutely every right to be a dickhead. <laughs> okay, sure. But let me just say, the tagline of this episode has to be, uh, there's a fine line between chess and murder. <laughs> <laughs> surely, that, surely that's the title of the episode, there's a fine line between chess. Uh, I'm going to call it rear window brackets. There's a fine line between murder and chess. <laughs> chess and murder, get it right. Yeah. Oh, same thing. Okay. Well, we've been recording so far for nearly an hour, and we've talked about not as much as I think we probably should have. But yeah. who cares? We'll just keep going until we've talked about yeah. it. Um, I want to talk what about else Lonely Heart. Oh, Mrs. Lonely Heart? Oh, yeah, she's a character, she's like the other major character we probably should talk about, because she's got yeah. sort of a mini story, I get, like sort of a, a mini arc I get, throughout the film. Are you ready to talk about utilitarianism? Because I am. Oh, okay. Brad, do you, do you want to start? Do you want to talk first? Yes, please, yes, please. Yes, okay, okay, well, so, go right ahead. Uh, you, want me, do you want me to just explain her character arc? If you want. I mean, we've all okay. seen it. And... Oh yeah, everyone who's listening, if you haven't seen the film, you should probably go. Watch I think it's out. a bit late for that. It's a one. bit too much. Yeah. Spoiler warning. Mm. I feel like every episode should just automatically like be assumed that. Yeah. The audience yeah. has seen. That's yeah. that's sort of what I hope. I I would have to clarify that. Yo, if you haven't seen this film, you should just 
stop listening, watch, the... watch it, and then you, watch... and then come back. Go watch the goddamn film. Yeah, unlike okay. you, Brad, you fucking took forever to watch it. Language. Well, I can say that word. No, I mean, I probably, I probably shouldn't actually. <laughs> if if my friend is <laughs> that, okay. No, Brad, continue. What what were you gonna say? Okay. You're gonna start. Okay, so at the end of the film, Miss Lonely Heart gets, uh, I believe. Are you reading? To... Did you write this down? No, I didn't. I'm oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> at, okay. at the end of the film, she got what I assume is someone attempted to assault her. Is that what happened? Or something what? similar? Oh, when she's with that guy in her... The pianist. No, no, not the pianist. She... No, 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 There's no, a no, bit no. where she not, gets, not... like, she gets, like, a guy. Yeah. And, like, he goes to her place, and then he's, like, trying to, like, you know, I guess pull the moves on her. And she's like, no, nah, I'm not having any of that. Do do the dirty dance. Yeah. And he's, the he... devil's tango. Or, or, or sex. Uh, and then... The, that... <laughs> yeah, and then... he's trying to do the... And she's just like, nah. And, yeah, and, well, yeah, um, and then shortly after that, later in the film, when there's the whole, hey, let's go dig up the dead body thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she is there, and she's pulling out pills, and Stella oh, yeah. is like, yeah. oh, look at this, she's getting pills, and she's got enough to put the whole city to sleep. Mm, yeah. And, and b- before you continue on, I was actually surprisingly invested in that character i was like i i didn't want her to die and i think that's sort of good storytelling and writing it would have been very good for the story in my opinion if she did die but i'll explain that later um (laughs) okay it's about social it's about utilitarianism okay okay Okay, so so continuing on uh after that she they go down to dig up the hole and um she sits down to write a letter, assume, presumably a suicide letter. Yeah, presumably. Mm-hmm. And and one of the most inter- in my opinion, one of the most interesting lines, uh, in the whole thing was it one of these expositional jumps, in my opinion, where Jeff Jeffers goes and says, um, "I guess Stella was wrong about Miss Lonely Heart," uh, mm-hmm. which of course. She really Who's... wasn't. Because and... she got the music. Well, yeah, but before that, I mean, uh, before like when she was writing the letter, mm-hmm. I think he he mess he misread into what was really happening down. There. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, uh, the whole thing where um, Lisa's breaking into the apartment happens and at that same time miss lonely heart goes back over the pills in which causes jeff and Stella to panic being like call the police call the police um and at that very moment after dialing the police number the um what's what's the guy's name the, salesman. the murderer guy <laughs> mr thor he comes back and and this is where we get the whole utilit I guess semi utilitarianism thing because at this point a not very discussed choice happens where Jeff has to choose between saving the life of the woman who is about to kill herself or saving the life of 
his girlfriend. Lover. Lover. Um, and it's just, I feel like it's a point that the movie didn't, like, it, it put there, but didn't really touch on in any significant So you think, way. okay, so you think that he should, okay. So try, I'm, I'm confused as to where the utilitarianism comes in. Well, because there's a whole thing we're having to choose between saving five people and choosing one people, there's that whole question. Okay. Obviously, it's trolley it's problem. Like, I don't know. If something like that. The trolley problem. You don't know the trolley problem? Yeah, 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 the trolley problem. Yeah. yeah. There's like the train, like the train tracks. Yeah. yeah. And like if you push it, if you put like, if you push like a really fat person off a bridge onto the train, then they'll <laughs> die. But at least the other five people will be safe. Yeah. I think that is a um, interesting, and I think that's a very uh, fair point to make the whole. You know, he can say he's got he can save this person or he can save this person, and it's uh, you know the, the whole moral dilemma of it. Yeah, well, on which way he, he should go. He calls the police to to save Miss Lonely Heart, but he actually ends up calling the police to Thorwell's apartment instead. Mm. Uh, and if she hadn't heard say the music well that decision becomes vitally important mm. which is why i think it would have been so good for the story if she actually did die because it would have really really brought out the impact of that choice and the impact of what getting too deep into mm. someone other someone the consequences life of his actions and how yeah. he's trying to do something good but in react but is the flip side of that where he's doing something that is also harmful that ends yeah, in because I mean like what life. he did was that he put he he and his actions put Lisa in that position where she was in danger but his actions did not in any way put Miss Lonely Heart in that position so the fact that that he had to call the police onto uh, hmm. instead of Miss Lonely Heart said. If she had died, um, then you could argue that to an extent that the police not being able to get there and help her could have been to an extent not his fault, but he could have perhaps prevented it. Hmm. Mm -hmm instead because he'd put someone he loved in a position of danger she wasn't able to receive the help that she received at that moment if you get what i mean yeah yeah i, I get what you're I'm saying i'm not saying that it's his, that i'm not saying that would have been his fault in any way i'm just saying that because this happened she wasn't able to get aid mm. from yeah the, the music saved her soul. Well, we're just assuming that that she didn't hear the music, and if she died, how the the message would have been a lot more. Epic. I think it would have it would have been a different movie if she died at the hands of Jeff, because then he's not only like the hero; he's not just the protagonist anymore. He also has like a more sinister like he could have saved someone. 
and he deliberately didn't. Like, well, yeah, because there was there was a very conscious. It wasn't very. It wasn't. It wasn't made very obvious in the film, but there was a very very conscious decision to call the police to Thorwell's apartment instead of Miss Lonely Heart. Mm. There was a very conscious <clears throat> decision made. Also, maybe murder and suicide are very different things. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I mean, you're probably always going to save someone that you love. But the fact that he was left... In the fact that it was just way. chance that Mrs. Lonely Heart survived, I think, is very interesting. And it would have been a completely different movie if she didn't. Because, yeah, it would have given Jeff that, like, uh, that consequence. But also, we wouldn't have gotten that, like, happy, happy ending. Uh, the B story with her and the pianist. Where she tells him how much his music meant to her and also you see the pianist like the whole movie i don't know if you guys noticed but there was lots of like orchestral music which i love uh and it was the guy working on his song like the whole time you know Mm. you like see him like mopping and then playing the piano a bit and then you Mm. see like his song is finished uh miss lonely heart isn't lonely and it wraps it all up in a nice little bow and if she died yes it might have been more interesting but it wouldn't have been the same Mm. Well, I didn't why, why does okay one of the things that i love about modern filmmaking in regards to older filmmaking is that modern filmmakers aren't afraid to have a non-happy ending yeah mm. I also and i mean like you could, you could argue that that star wars had films that didn't end happily but in contrast to that that is a film series not a standalone film yeah this film is a standalone film and it would have been such a, in my opinion, it would have been such so much of a greater film if mm. she had died because it would have, it would have really pointed out like, it really would have made made, made reference stronger. to that societal mm. issue. Yeah. Yes, I agree. Unfortunately, it kind of just goes a little bit unnoticed. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I was happy with it. You know, I was happy with the oh, ending, yeah. and then you started talking about that, that, and I'm like, oh, that would have been more interesting, but I still loved it. Mm. Yeah, I, I agree. I definitely think that it came out really looking at in a time period of, well, I don't know if you, like, how well that would have played for an audience then. To have a more well, uh, uh, an ending, ending like, like that. that, to have more. Uh, I don't really know, like, just sort of. I mean, sad. Suicide was really a quite a taboo topic back in the nineteen fifties, uh, mm. and there wasn't always like people who you could reach out to. And if you if you if you really think back to it throughout the film they basically went oh she's very sad she's she's going to probably kill herself and then didn't actually do anything mm-hmm. until she was about to yeah yeah and and that has such it's got so much just reference reference relevance to relevance, today yeah. as well there's still just a lack of care like 
people will see people who are who are obviously very very sad and mm. and probably suicidal and they will they will get to a point where and obviously think about it today there's there's much more easier ways to die than there probably was back in the 1950s yeah um like they don't have the whole they don't have as much time as the 1950s mm. um so you can't really wait to last second today but people still do anyway mm. yeah speaking Which... of taboo subjects that were explored i thought it was so smart how um hitchcock like put i don't know if this was his decision decision probably but lisa was wearing a nightgown in one of the scenes and that was to imply that they were sleeping together because he couldn't do like a bed scene or anything because that would like yeah, no, have been shown in cinemas like I mean, but to put her in like a nightgown i thought oh yeah that's so smart yeah, yeah. I, I think, think that, that like because if, if you look, look at psycho like that shower scene in psycho it was very difficult for him to you know to be allowed to be made because of you know, the whole nudity and the, the violence of it all. And I think that Hitchcock is sort of, like, in just these two films, I think he's very much able to sort of think outside of the, the conventional norms and, and portray something that you, you couldn't do then. And he does it in a way that is very much a clever way that conveys that to an audience without without, without just saying with outright instead of outright saying oh these two characters are doing this there's a lot more yeah. to it than that yeah oh i also there was a hitchcock quote that i had about mm. dialogue that was interesting mm. yeah that i will find all right um at this point we've been recording for an hour and nine minutes so Excellent. now, now this is the longest recording yet. yet. The, the one, one I did with Rowan went for an hour and a half, I think. So Ooh. that's be that's because but we're, but we're more interesting than most people, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we've also got two people as, as opposed, opposed to one, one, so it's a lot more. It's it's, it's an extra perspective, perspective on the whole thing. And that's it's we're gonna go down tangents. Yeah. yeah. This, this happens every time. time we, there's, there's always tangents, so I have to like, like edit those out when I get to end. No, I like the tangents. I'll keep. I'll, 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 I won't get rid of all of it, but I think there's somewhere where you sort of just just talk shit about like Nolan or something. Where it's like, <laughs> man. And I think there's cut the Star Wars stuff out. Keep that, everything else. That reminds me, uh, Kitty. Uh, while you're searching for this quote, I have it. Tell us the brief story of Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. I'm so keeping this. This is saying it. <laughs> maybe. Alright. Maybe I'll just do like an episode of just everything I've cut out, and it's like a giant episode of just everything I've cut out. Yeah, precisely. Alright, okay, don't do correct it, do me. It. Don't correct me. Yeah, no, no correction. I'm not going to say anything. At the end. I'll, I'll, I'll tell, tell you how wrong you are. Alright. Star Wars, but Star Wars as seen by a non Star Wars watcher. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, there's Luke, right? And he's just chilling. And then he's like, "Wait, start oh. start from the actual beginning." That's the beginning, like the the chronological beginning. I don't. I'm telling you how I know Star Wars. Right. Okay, okay, and then he's like, "He's like, oh my god, I have this like power or something, right?" And then he's like, "Okay, I need to go get trained." 
and then he goes to space, or they're already in space, and then uh, there's a war going on. He's like, oh my god. And then this little green thing, Yoda, he, he's like, I will teach you. And then uh, he's teaching us, it's Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, but he doesn't know that it's him at first, and he's like, I'm looking for Obi-Wan Kenobi. And he's like, Ooh, I know him, or something. I think I've seen that scene. Anyway, so then he goes and he meets Darth Vader, right? And then they fight, and then Anakin's like, I have the high ground. And then there's, uh, there's Chewbacca, <laughs> and that's the end of the movie. And there's only one. And Star Wars, that's it. Thank you. I do not accept criticism. Uh, that is Star Wars. Brad? Excuse me, did you mix up Obi-Wan Kenobi and Yoda? <laughs> <laughs> They're separate. No, you got them mixed up. I don't think I did. You said, I met Yoda and, and he trained me. And then you forgot about the whole thing that Yoda was the one that was like, I know Yoda. Yoda, I do not. No, that's only one Kenobi, isn't it? No, that's Yoda. <laughs> I know it was one of them. Oh, I forgot about the the other alien guy. I don't remember. Which also, there's a robot. Guy? There's two robots. There's a gold one and a trash can one. <laughs> How okay, I'm back. Sorry, sorry. Um, also, you like miss you miss kind of that? like right. two of the most important things as well. <clears throat> you miss like the Death Star, and and oh, the yeah. other Death Star. Yeah. And, and also, miss... that's only like a third of the story. Then you miss Wait, the other solo. Oh, for God's sake! <laughs> Sorry. What's what, what, how, what was the last? The... I missed the very ending of your explanation. Sorry. What was like? <laughs> like your um how did they you go to like they go to where Chewbacca's from and all of them are like oh my god no they don't <laughs> Endor it's a moon Chewbacca comes <clears throat> from a different planet okay <laughs> sorry he comes from Pursuit which is nowhere near Endor exactly we don't even find out about that in the first film. It's when he walks up. What? Out of 100, how right was I? Like 40%, if that. <laughs> good. No, it's not. It's garbage. For someone who's never More seen garbage than movies, Psycho. I feel oh, like shit. it's pretty good. <laughs> well, actually, you got less than 30%. You can't... Okay, literally the maximum you can get is like 33.3%, and you got like... 16%. Oh, that's, oh, that's pretty low. low. <laughs> also, also, you forgot that there's like, like there's 11 Star Wars movies or something. Oh, and there's like yeah, TV shows. There's like TV shows oh, and stuff, oh. so you actually got like 8%. Yeah. Oh. But what, what about like the, the books and stuff? Oh, yeah, you got like 2%. <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> Stop naming things. <laughs> oh, and video games, you got like 1%. Oh, yeah. Um, and comics. Yeah, you, yeah, let's just face it, you got like 1%, like 0.1%. Yeah. You know. 
Okay, at least you remembered the names of Obi-Wan, Yoda, and Luke. And Darth Vader, she said Darth Vader as well. Oh, and, and uh, what, and what was your the same person? What was your description of Darth Vader? Darth Vader is Anakin Skywalker, who uh -huh. is Luke's father. Yeah? Is that, is that all you said about Darth Vader? And you he's know? the leader of uh, the white guy. Excuse me? Whoa, did you just say what, the white guy? What did you just say? No? <laughs> is that not right? He is not! He's the, the emperor! Is, what did you say? Wait, no, 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 he, the, he's there, the he's there. He's their boss of the yeah. stormtroopers. Yeah. But he's not their leader. Their leader is Emperor Palpatine. Well, oh, technically Darth Sidious, also known as the Emperor. Um, oh, also known as Emperor Palpatine, but I don't think he's ever referred to that. What's the alien that's like? The, it's like, Gaga Goobly or something. <laughs> <laughs> the one with the funny name. The, the, the one with the funny name. name. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, and he's like real wrinkly. Yoda? What does no. he do? What does he do? I don't know. I haven't seen the movie. Oh, for God's He what talks he... Admiral Akbar? No. There we go. Let's, Let's see, see what, what I can find. find. Uh, uh, wrinkly, wrinkly guy from Star Wars. Here we go. go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Um, oh, no. The one that talks funny. Java? It's not Yoda. Java the Hutt? Is that <laughs> what you're thinking of? No. Oh, fuck. What I feel like he's made from two parts. Admiral Akbar? Watto? No. He's it's like one of the main ones. He's like Yibba Yibba or something. Yibba <laughs> <laughs> Yibba? Yibba? Oh, Jaja? Oh. Is it Jar Jar? Jar Jar Binks, yes! <laughs> choose your- Choose your next words carefully. Choose, choose, what- What about him? What about him? Choose your next words very carefully. I was just saying I know that guy. What about him? He was cool. He was a good dude. Ex <laughs> what the hell is wrong Jar -Jar. with you? He's a good one, right? What is He's wrong on with Luke's you? Side. Is Jar Jar on Luke's side? Yes, but he's not good. Well, oh. he's actually not. He's actually not. He actually goes to uh, some random planet and becomes a clown. Oh, oh no. John, no. No, this has gone terribly wrong. Anyway. <laughs> Here's the Hitchcock quote. <laughs> God. What were we talking about? Oh, we were looking for that quote. quote. That's, That's right. right. <laughs> yeah. What's, what's the quote? It was, was about, the quote, yeah. it was about dialogue in his movies. Yeah. And he says that uh language is a privilege in film and uh mm. should simply be a sound among other sounds just something that comes out of the mouths of people whose eyes tell the story in visual terms that reminds me of something is, 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 is that, that quite that, that it reminds you <laughs> <laughs> no 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 so so right the thing i actually noticed right there were a lot of sounds that would happen mm -hmm. and then just ring out 
Like yes. they would play after they like after they ended, and they would become sort of entwined into the musical score, mm. which was yes. really interesting. Mm. I thought it was amazing. I love that. Mm. It felt like there was an orchestra orchestra pit like right in front of me when I was watching it. It was mm. great. Well, it it felt like that the the soundscape would actually blend and and like as sounds faded, they would become a part of the score in contrast to the noise of the scene. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I don't know, that's just something I picked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Jesus, I've got so, so many, many notes. Um, uh, I, I think... think a three hour! Jesus. Something, something I actually really liked is the whole... So, the whole thing is that Jeff is his leg like, is broken and he's stuck in the room and he's fine on people and everything. And I liked the whole setup of him being a photographer so and i think that's a good setup to and sort of a, a good explanation as to why he has a camera and why he sort of is able to sort of i guess like follow people with whilst like with the camera because he's used to doing that and i thought that was a very nice way of establishing that and uh, creating that as like a thing for him to do as well so it's not so like, like in some, some films, they might just have a character do that, but it doesn't fit, or it doesn't, it doesn't make sense as to why it's a thing. That I mean, does. if if you if you think back as well, like it's also like the whole reason that him and Lisa are having a kind of tense at. Hello. Hello, Brad. Yeah, were you saying something? I, I, heard I you, said it. I heard you say. Yeah, I cut out. Yeah, you cut out a little bit. Hang on, let me check my. Oh no, my connection's fine. Um, <laughs> it's kind of like the whole reason that um. It's the whole reason that Lisa and and Jeff Jeffy had <laughs> had tension in the first place was because of the whole photography thing mm. he was like no you can't do it because you're rich and upper class and i'm poor and live in the swamps right yeah yeah this life is not for you mm. and it's like yeah. a main it's a main mm. uh, avenue mm. creative mm. avenue for their tension fifth yeah. avenue am i right because it's set in new york <laughs> so sorry um, I thought, yeah, I've said this already, but... disappointment? <laughs> the whole camera thing, like, he had binoculars right there, but he used the camera. Yeah. Well, I think the, the difference is with the, the camera, camera, you can, can like, zoom in, and there's, and there's more of a... Yeah. And it's much easier to use a camera, and it, it's also got a much sort of wider lens, I guess. Mm. There was, like, a part in the film where he said that it wasn't unethical to watch them because... They could watch him back right mm. like he kept his windows open which i thought was like ah, oh, this is like the opposite of cinema because the audience is like separate right mm. and this is hitchcock saying that his whole field is like immoral and it's like a rebellion kind of mm. kind of thing i don't know well mm. personally i don't i don't think it is about filmmaking because there, there's one very very important po- point to consider and it's the fact that the the camera zoomed in better than the binoculars did. 
the camera provided okay, maybe that's true but maybe information and then that doesn't mean that just because it has a practical uh a practical use it doesn't mean that it can't also have symbolism brad i thought you were a poet god <laughs> once again please check me out on medium <laughs> <laughs> You know, you know, I've actually been writing actual articles on this. Wow. On, 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 what, on Medium? Yeah. Can we, can we have a brief tangent back? No. <laughs> about Medium, back the about the film, what's the... What's the what? What is your tangent on? What are you going on a tangent? Uh, his poetry. Is it, is <laughs> it on your poetry? <laughs> Anyway, back back to rear mirror. Uh, rear, rear, rear window. Rear window. <laughs> Gee. I don't know if this is appropriate. You might have to cut this out, but sure. I saw a review on Letterboxd about review. I'm um, not review. Rear, rear, rear mirror. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, um, what's 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 Letterboxd? Letterbox is a movie reviewing mm. platform. I have an account. You should get it. Yeah, you should absolutely. Yeah, follow us. Yeah, you should follow absolutely. <laughs> anyway, if you follow me on Medium. Okay. Oh, we, we will. You said um, the best, the best film with a title that doubles as uh, an anus metaphor or something <laughs> like that. Whoa. <laughs> No, I don't. I don't think it does. I don't think it does. I was like, I've never heard real. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. It's not. I don't think it does. I, I, I think that it's backdoor, maybe. It, it doesn't. Anyway, if it feels like like real, real with, that that's just no. That person. Kitty, just... Kitty, was it you? Was it you? No. Are you sure? It was not. How how can we be certain? Well, no, I don't find this review. I'll find oh it, I'll find no! While I look at this review, um, I am one. I'm someone who, when it comes to filmmaking, I always appreciate long takes. Like they don't, like it, it, like a lot of stuff happens before it cuts. Like a lot of there's a lot of dialogue, a lot of character moments in like one take. I'm uh, much more for that. As opposed, look, look, you can you can do that if you just decide to watch. Um, if you you can do that if you watch Minecraft YouTube, because every everything's in one take, you know. Is it though? Yes. Are you just it, it, your channel specifically? No, <laughs> talking about Tommy in it. Uh, oh, really? really? That's, that's the that's I. Okay, Did you just compare Minecraft YouTubers to Hitchcock? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm yes, I did. Ow! Minecraft YouTube is great. <laughs> Honestly, Lemanberg. Never. And anyway, I um. So I think the dialogue is very. <laughs> <laughs> it's limited, but it, it's, it's, uh, if it's I like to add some sort of foreshadowing, I guess would be the word in in sort of uh, the sense that, um, like, like I like how sort of early on in the film it sort of establishes the Thor worlds as 
arguing, and so you sort of it, it there's this sort of setup of of something that happened between them because they had an unhappy uh, marriage, and I, I like that they are. And I always like the whole sort of setup for it. I guess. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> Jesus, all right. I'm, I'm currently falling off my chair. Fantastic. Falling out of your chair like Jeff fell out of his wheelchair in <laughs> rear window. <laughs> I mean, I am lying on my bed right now. You know what was really cool? The, um... How he used the flash thing to keep mm, the yeah. guy back. But also, I think that's not very practical. Like, after the no. first also not very flash, the guy just would have... My, my, that, 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 that's, that's what I was saying. As it was happening, I was just like, the guy... Charge him! I was, that, but also, I would have just closed my eyes after, like, the first one. Like, the first one, I get how he gets him, because it's, like, all surprising. But it's also, like, he, had, he did, like, four more times, and I'm just like... Casts are hard. If he hit him like hard in the shin with that cast on his leg, he would have been like down. You know that would have mm. bought him some time. Mm. Wait, 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 wait. Oh. Can I just say though, what would have made the film really, really powerful is if the following things happen. Firstly, Lisa dies. Secondly, Miss Lonely Heart dies. Thirdly, Jeff and Stella both get murdered. And then the the guy, whatever his name is, uh Thorwald makes a getaway to 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 Siberia on a train like his wife. Except he has to catch a plane because they're in America. Finally, the detective guy stumbles into the room to two dead bodies, and then across the hall, well, across the, the road, really, another dead body. And the culprit, Thorwald. Actually, two dead bodies, really. And the cause, Jeff's meddling, and the birth of a serial killer. You should rewrite Rear Window. Yeah. Just a thought. True. Just get in contact with whoever owns the rights to it. And it's like, hey, we want an alternate ending. Can I buy it? Okay. And then do my own. You know, you know, you know, Pokemon cards, they have a thing called alternate art cards, right? Yeah. Alternate art cards, sorry. And basically, they're just the same card with a different art. Let's do the same thing with Rear Mirror. Except instead of making it alternate art, it's alternate ending. Both of you have said the wrong thing multiple times. What? You both have said rear view or rear mirror or something. It's hard not to. No, it's not. I have done it once. I I have not mistaken that as something else. I've always said rear window. Can I say one swear? Can I say one swear? Depends what you're going to say, babe. Right. Brad, what are you gonna? What are you gonna? You just call Brad, babe. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Love, love you too, babe. Brad, what is? I. What were you gonna say? 
we do be driving a car, bitches. That was not worth it. <laughs> yes, it was. In my remake, the whole thing is gonna be filmed in a car park, and <laughs> on one rearview mirror, and the whole film will be acted out behind. Make it, make it for homeless people, and and they all live in their car. They all live in their cars. That's actually kind and, of a good idea. And they have rearview mirrors, and they're looking at each other through their rearview mirrors. <laughs> and they... So. It's just the exact same film, but with homeless people in cars. Yeah. And everyone dies. And, like, oh, also, this is unrelated to the homeless thing, but the... (laughs) when... (laughs) when he's being dangled out the window, and he drops Mm. those shots, that cut, oh my god, I loved that. It was so corny, but so good. You know when he's, like, dangling in the air? Yeah. uh, This changes to, like, a bird's eye view of him falling down. Mm. Imagine how they would have done. Yeah. The, 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 the effect of him falling down looks. Yeah. It's it is very dated. It is very poorly done. But I have to but give them. Excuse me. <laughs> like it looks bad, but mm. it's amazing to watch. You look bad. I. Objectively, oh. compared to today's standards, you know. But, but to be fair, I love in today's Twitter, standards. Twitter, that was a joke. Twitter, that was a joke. Brad, you can stop addressing Twitter. There's probably <laughs> <laughs> no other Twitter account listening to this. Who even has Twitter? Like, like I, no, I, if, I, I was, if I if I was allowed Twitter. You know, when I turn 18, the first thing I'm doing is getting a Twitter account so I can follow Minecraft or YouTube. Fact, You're gonna have so much fun <laughs> on Twitter. I'm, I'm gonna get cancelled in a week. I'm gonna get cancelled in a week. Yeah. Oh no, I'm, I'll be fine because I'm progressive. Yeah, it's fine. You, you, every now and again, you can say something that people won't like. And it's fine. Just to get rid of the government. Yeah, but people won't mind that because... Hey, do you like taxes? No, neither do I. That's why we should abolish the government. Make sure to join me in my revolution. Of course, I'm not actually planning a revolution. Please don't, don't come and arrest me. But come join us. So rear window. Um, another <laughs> thing that I like about it is the whole setup of it could be either way on like if he kills his wife or not. I think that it, with, with the murder, murder with this kind of film, film and just like kind of <clears throat> a murder mystery film, I think it's a good idea to set it up in a way where it could be I like he could have killed her or he could not have, and both. He admitted it. He admitted it. They dug up his wife's hand. But, but I like that it's they found of... they found her hand. They did. They. They did, yeah. Yes, that did happen in the movie. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm terribly sorry, Mr. Officer. I'm not really sure why I buried my dead wife's hand, you know? I I promise you, I'm not guilty. I, I, like, you found it in my drawer? I promise you, I'm not guilty. Um, okay. I was, when I was first watching it, I was sort of... I started to... This could just be me, but I started to feel... I, 
like, like, like a tint a little bit. The murder? Well, yeah, yeah, I did notice the, the murder, murder then. then. I mean, why would you feel bad? Why would you feel bad because you're a murderer and, and rapist? Is he a rapist? I presume that's, I mean, that's, that's what's happening. That was like what happening when the police arrived. I, I mean, was I was, as I was watching it, part of me was sort of thinking in my head when he got this, I was like, oh, what's gonna, I was like, mm, something really bad could happen here. I'm not. Also, note, if you note the terminology, it wasn't, like, the terminology used wasn't uh, murder or um being attacked it was very specific it was assault uh, oh which i mean yeah. could 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 be violent assault but uh, it's a very like if you see someone in the street getting beat up you're like hey yo there's someone getting beat up not there's someone getting assaulted mm, yeah it's like, assaulted assaulted, does that sort of go works. through anyone's mind no it's all yeah i mean it could be either way but i I, I, I think I that is a very. I think, I think that's, that's probably a pretty probable outcome. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Obviously, I don't know. That's just what I no. assume just happened. Yeah. Um. I'm just sort of looking at my nose. I I think this is sort of gonna go back. I guess. But I thought. So we were talking about earlier about the married couple. That, that moves in, like, just, just next door to... Yeah, the newlyweds. Yeah, I sort of thought it was being set up for something to happen between the two of them. I think, Brad, you mentioned this earlier that you thought it was going to be a setup between those two. Like, a setup and payoff of... Right? Brad? Someone is in Brad's room, oh, no. it appears. Uh, sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> I'm back, I'm back, it's like, brother. Um, asking completely pointless questions about Minecraft, believe it or not. Third time that was being mentioned today, anyway. Um, I, I didn't actually say that, because uh, I was talking about a different... Uh, was it the same couple? I, I think, think you guys were talking about the same couple, and you just so, were wrong, is it, and didn't know which so was the, which. So the newlyweds are the same people as the people who lived with the closed curtains that the guy randomly came to the window to open to smoke the cigarette and then yes. was called. Yes, yes they're, they're the same. same. Oh! <laughs> oh! Okay. 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 Uh, no, I didn't. I thought that was completely... I thought that that was just completely unrelated. I think it was Kitty who said something. Did you get... Mm. I don't know. One Wait, of you, you said, said something. something. But, but I, th I, I really thought there was, there was something that was going to happen in between those two. two. Like, I, I didn't, didn't know, know what was it, what it was going to be, but I just was like, my mind just said something will happen. I think the whole point of their characters was to um, be like a juxtaposition to Lisa and yeah, you know, a mm. contrast. Because like, you know, they started out fully in love, closing the curtains, mm. you know, and then Jeff wasn't sure, and then it twists the other way, and the mm. newlyweds end up unhappy. Right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I think it's completely pointless. It might. That's, you have that's, mentioned that a few times. That, that's sort of the point I was trying to get at. I thought something was going to happen. Like they were saying something, and it didn't happen. And that's just sort of what my point was. That I thought it was set up like they were going to do something, but you know, it didn't happen. 
Pokemon. Yeah. 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 You didn't have to say that. Mm. <laughs> so what else are in your notes, Mr. Host? Um, let's see. Uh, we're sort of looking through all. Uh, production design, we sort of touched on that. I thought production design was very well done with the whole set and everything. Very extravagant. Mm, very it's large scale. It was very exquisite. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I like, uh, it's sort of like the establishing shot of Jeff being a bit of a creep just sort of looking around at everything, sort of looking at the neighbours and sort of spying on the girls and everything, you know. I mean, this is the 1950s, like, that kind of stuff is normalised in that sort of style of television, mm. in my opinion. Yeah. And by that style of television, I mean the era from 1950s to the end of the 1960s in which similar television shows were made. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm actually, um, oh, lots here of we jokes. Go. Like, okay, never mind. <laughs> no, 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 go, 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 I want to hear now. I want to know what you're going to say. Get Smart, like, continued to be, like, set in the 60s even when it was like being filmed like in the 70s like happy days that show was set in the 50s filmed much later Mm. you know so i mean yeah but i mean like in my opinion get smart was still filmed in like the very 50s sort of way yes 100 percent i've got i've got four of the five seasons of get smart surely you come over and watch it and we do an episode on it <laughs> yeah, surely. Okay, Brad, right, what's your address, address again? I've I've I got your address at some point and then I lost it. Which I'm I'm not going I'm not gonna stopped. tell you I'm not gonna tell you my my address at a recording, bro. No, <laughs> no I, I actually think though, though, I swear you handed something in to our like film class about I have Oh my script Okay, so yeah, we're just... in a film class, right? And I handed yeah. in a screenplay. And I printed it off for everyone because I wanted it to get chosen. It didn't. Kitty's film got chosen. Mm. And, uh, yeah. That you was... throw in shade. Because <laughs> 60s was a masterpiece and I will not accept that slander. Yeah, bro. We thought about it. Yeah, was like... amazing. I mean, I, 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 have, I have to say that because I was honestly. part of it. I, I, I feel can no, we do a I, I, I was on not. Sticky Keys and also the other Oh, can I just, films? can I, can I just talk S-word about it all the time? Absolutely not. You'll not be invited. You're not, you're not invited. Oh! We need to get people who work on it on. Yeah. yeah. What? No, no, that's bias. That's called bias. <laughs> Fine, then we'll get, and, oh god, how many people will we have? Oh god, this could go terribly wrong. If I get, like, every, if I get, what, like, like seven, seven people. people. He actually is gonna get cancelled. He's gonna get cancelled on Twitter. Because scripture, scripture did was not so deserve. good. Oh, was it? Okay. It I've was. It. Scripture was good. I think it was overrated, and really, it had amazing costume. Well, personally, makes sense and lacked originality, and lacked plot, and lacked character development. <laughs> personally, I think Sticky Keys is overrated. <laughs> okay. <laughs> can we can we talk about can we also talk about how Unveiled is also overrated because that that stuff was terrible. I mean, that's, that's the one you were a part of, of and, and you <laughs> did you not like it? I wasn't gonna say it, but <laughs> well, it was not good. 
Well, okay, maybe see, my fault as as production design. Letting a letting a there was literally studio in the background. Mm. Yeah, there yeah. was quite there was I didn't. Shot. I at least didn't have that. Anyway, anyway. Personally, what was the fourth one again? I, I think scripture. What was it what was it called? What? There was there were four films that were made. There was there was under there was scripture. Yeah. That was the crime one. Yeah, as well. I'm trying to remember what that one was called. Maybe maybe cut this bit out because QSFT yeah. does have an active online presence. Mm. And also I just said the school's name, which means we're gonna get doff. Don't worry, I never did this. We didn't attend that school anymore, so I think we're fine. Uh, I'm doing the bridging course next year. Yeah. So I, Are you? I, Dude, I do why? It's it. so expensive for nothing. <laughs> well, I mean, you get to do one unit of a diploma, and it also cuts the cost of the diploma. You could have just done the diploma instead it, of doing the Cert 3. You, you pay the same. save time and money. I'm getting both, so I can have more on my resume. Oh, okay. Brad. Brad, Brad, Brad. Are you Are you doing the bridging course, Will? No, I'm not. I, I, was, I was considering it, but I'm like, I just don't care. I don't, I just... <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I honestly just want to get out of maths on a Wednesday afternoon. Mm. I love how uh, this podcast about Rupi Mirror just turned into, like, <laughs> just a chat. Maybe let's, maybe let's get back. I mean, that's what podcasts are, aren't they? That's what podcasts really are. Yeah. yeah. No, I've listened to other podcasts, and they, and, like... I, there's a podcast I listen to, and they just go on full tangents about anything. They just talk about like their time when they spent, like they lived in like a shit house together, and they talk about like throwing clothes on like vans. I talk about like what they. What podcast is that? It's called a diminishing returns podcast. Go check it out on Spotify, everyone. Don't don't listen to any podcast except. But I'm I'm in, I'm kind of been talking with the guys what about that the podcast. podcast. I'm gonna start making. What are you, Brad? What what about what about the podcast that I'm about to start state start making? Really, what's it can called? You, can you go listen to, to the? Well, it's gonna be anarchy with Brad. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's not gonna be called that, okay? But we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna be discussing things on the political agenda, political I'm discourse. Down for that. I would love that. I'm also down for that. Well, it's your idea, so I'd like to hope you are. I, yeah, I would assume so, <laughs> Bruh. Political commentator Brad Sash with a, <laughs> a, a certificate in film. Yeah, let's really get those filmmakers talking talking about our politics. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what people, people want to hear of. People, people in the film industry. I'm going to go to about politics. Okay, I'm I'm gonna I'm actually I actually am gonna move to New York, so you know I'll probably go to some uni there and and get like. A degree in political you know i'm gonna be running when i turn 18 i'm gonna be running for the senate and i'm not gonna get a seat <laughs> at 18 yeah you won't be qualified you don't need to be qualified to run for the senate <laughs> did you not know you don't need to have qualifications it just means you're not gonna get elected huh i because you know that literally in australia yeah, sure. Because you know that that would literally just be. Oh, if, if you're, you're in New York, how are you gonna run for Senate in Australia? I'm moving to Senate after I do my. I'm moving to New York after I do my my diploma course, and if I ah. get elected to the Senate, well, you see, there's kind of the whole thing that 
you know, I won't be moving to New York if I get a Senate seat. True. Look, okay, I'll go to New York for like two years. And you'll just be my... an independent party? I'll get my degree and then I'll come back into Australia. Because okay. you, you can't run for American politics if you're not an American citizen. Yeah. Did you know not only in Australia you have to be a full Australian citizen, but you have to renounce any dual citizenships you have? Like, even if your parents were, like, um, born somewhere else, or if one of your parents was born somewhere yeah. else, you, like, can't can, run. Can you be a dual citizen? Wait, that's not how you're supposed to citizen. citizen. you fact-checking me, bro? <laughs> no, I, well, yeah, actually, I want to know, I want to know. And run... Yo Parliament. It's, I think it's section section ninety three or something of the, the constitution. The eligibility of several. Ah, uh, what? Yeah, it's crazy. On that basis, the High Court previously held. This is just turned into Brad's podcast. <laughs> Three four seven. Oh. Oh. Well, you see, I was gonna go to, to, you know, uh, the UK or the US and get a dual citizenship, but I guess that ain't gonna happen. Not if I want run to, or... Sorry for bursting your bubble. Yeah. Damn you. So, rear window. Um... (laughs) You're gonna have so many random tangents Mm -hmm. on this. Yeah. 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 Make it into a second video, just be like, all the tangents of Brown Kitty. 100% though, I would love to do an episode on the QSFT films. I have a lot to say. That might might not be a good idea, considering I'm affiliated with this podcast, and I'm still getting my education through that school. You don't have to be in the episode then, Brad. Yeah, but I'm still affiliated with the podcast. They're not going to know, they're not going to care, it's fine. What if you it know goes QSFT viral? requested to follow me on Instagram? Wait, yeah, you know they did for me too. It's because I put QSFT in my bio. And I was like, wait, I don't want them to follow me. So I said I could get out of my bio. And then they unfollowed me. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing in my bio. I have a private account. I don't know how they found me. They just request. Probably because you follow me. Maybe. Oh, <laughs> wait, you do You'll follow me, right? Yes. <laughs> Anyway, back to rear window. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, no, that's what we can call the car film. We can call it rearview mirror. <laughs> yes, that I literally said that before. Oh well, I I said your joke but louder. Great, it's so, I love when people do that. I I don't have any friends to do it with, so. <laughs> oh, Brad, that's, oh, that's terrible. You got us, Brad. Oh, I've got William Fletcher at, and William. The movies with William Fletcher. Do you not Fe- know my name, bro? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. The movies with William Fletcher and his great gang, including Kitty. <laughs> I could have said my last name, okay? <laughs> Kitty, including Kitty. Uh, you know my last uh, name? Kionde, Kionde. Oh. Hyundai West. Hyundai West. 
<laughs> I'm hot. Kionde rest. Don't worry, I'm hurt too, but not because of this. Oh. I'm so lonely. Oh. Any any ladies out there? Any ladies out there? I write poetry. <laughs> I write yo poetry. He does actually. I've read some of Brad's poetry. And it it's is... really good. Mm. I love your poetry. And if I you also... self-published, I would buy. I also, I also, I, I actually want to, but I don't know how. You can do it through Amazon. That costs money. If you can't tell, I'm broken, jobless. Well, they do a print per order, so you wouldn't waste any money. Oh, so if you just save a bit, I'm broke and <laughs> jobless. Me too. Oh. That's... Well, you know, you can be my publisher. You can be my publisher. <laughs> I'll write that, out everything that can be your job. When the podcast does pulling money, and I expect a cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We want, we want fifty percent each. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you know... This is our cast now. I'm never going to be invited on this podcast again. <laughs> this is the most, like, unorthodox of the podcasts that I've recorded. Jesus Christ. We've been going for nearly two hours it's, now. It's also, it's also the best podcast that, that William has recorded, right? William Fletcher at the movies. Yes. <laughs> the hesitation? What, really what was that hesitation about? Oh, Sorry, absolutely. This is easily this is easily the best episode. Easily. Shut the hell up and listen, you punk. <laughs> <coughs> Jesus Christ. Make make sure to make my voice really deep and epic right now, okay? I you will. have violated my my ego for the last time and now I'm going to shoot and kill you with fire. <laughs> anyway, back to Rear Mirror. <laughs> Rear window, sorry. Uh-huh. Um. Did you. <laughs> Any more notes? Um, I guess the last major one I've written is just three words. And it just says, Lisa is gorgeous. That's all it says. That's <laughs> all I write. I mean, that's the most, you know, that's the most. Celebrity crush. Celebrity crush. Celebrity crush. Mm-hmm. No. Oh, she's just gorgeous. Yeah, you could say that. I could. I'm allowed to say that. You know. Oh la la. Without Lisa, it wouldn't have been the same. You know. No, you do need that character. That it's it sort of works. Grace Kelly was like sixty percent of the draw for me <laughs> to rear mint. Of course. Rear window. Personally, I'm an anarchist myself. <laughs> <laughs> what is this bit? I don't know what. what are, I don't know. What, I, I th- do you guys have anything else you'd like to say? Because I think I basically I just say, said my bit. It was a great film. Go watch it. Uh, go follow the podcast. You know. Yeah. One quick thing, like yeah. beautiful, gorgeous women like Grace Kelly and like Elizabeth Taylor and all these like. Gorgeous, beautiful, gorgeous women in your area. <laughs> <laughs> All these like Hollywood stars. 
they get stuck with like wrinkly old men. Like, no, that I, that is I, true. Like, I, like James Stewart, wrinkly old men. Are you calling that guy wrinkly and old? Stewart. Yes, I am actually. He he I was mean, beautiful. Her, he he was beautiful. He's like a he, six. He's like a twenty. <laughs> he was beautiful. Are you are you body shaming James Stewart? Yes. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, yes. You're not allowed to do that. Remember? Now we are getting cancelled by Twitter. Wait, no, Brad. It's it's a it's no, it's fine though. It's it's a guy. She's allowed to say that, right? Yeah, I was just about to ask, what would you guys rate it, like, out of 10? Like, if you were to give, like, what rate, I, I'm gonna... 9.7 out of 10. Okay. I'd also put a 7. 9.7, not 7. Oh, no, 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 I'd just put a 7. <laughs> <laughs> really? You'd only give that a 7? You seemed incredibly positive about it. That's like... Yeah. I'm a bit of a... I'm a bit of a tough critic. Okay. Well, I would give it a perfect 10 out of 10. It is... I think it's deserved, yeah. It do, you know, do you know what I score 11 out of 10, though? What? That was? No. Hamilton. Oh, of course. <laughs> it's fine, I've just lost my headphones. I can't hear. <laughs> For the audience... Brad has fallen off of his chair for so the second time. Hang on, hang on. And he also he threw something. I'm gonna walk us through what's happened. Yeah, just before okay. we finish. Just sorry, sorry. Okay. Yeah, Pokemon cards. Pokemon code cards. Nice. Sorry. I was shuffling and then I said so what did I say? <laughs> um try to think what you said. Seven. I You're said a tough something. critic. Hamilton? Yeah. Oh like, yes, you yes, said, yes, what, Hamilton. You like what do I and, give and because... eleven out of ten? Yes, yes, and then I said uh hang on, I gotta finish this real quick. I, I sorted my cards here, like like my code cards like this, you see? <laughs> And and then I was like, yo, I rate this film 11 out of 10. And then I was like, Hamilton, I threw them all in the air, leaned back, and I kind of like fell. And, and my headphones pulled out of the socket, and my bed caught me, luckily. Uh, but my headphones were like, wee! And, and I had no audio, and I kind of fell. Well, it's been a pleasure. Thanks yeah. for having me. Uh, follow that's... Brad on Medium. Yeah, follow uh, you uh, Letterbox. I've got a Letterbox account. You should follow me on that. Uh, yeah. At William Fletcher. That's my. Kitty, what's your Letterbox? You need a plug for that. Oh, I don't remember. I think it's just Kitty Cundy. K U N D E Cundy. If I if I had Letterbox, we would also had. Kanda West. Kanda West. We need to end this podcast with Brad can take a nap or something. He's out of control. Brad, have you done? Any, you haven't done any drugs today, right? <laughs> I don't do drugs. I don't do drugs. No, uh, no. I actually have. I actually haven't even had caffeine today. Oh, so that's just an old, empty Pepsi then. 
Uh, <laughs> Don't call them out like this. <laughs> oh, it it does have caffeine. Oh, well, in that case, I had have caffeine today, and that's yeah, probably that why. A lot. That explains a lot. Brad's been kind of losing it. Um, so I think that's it, basically. Unless you guys right, have any good final luck words. This. Oh, yeah. I've I've been like I've done so little editing on everything else I've recorded. It, I need to. It's like five episodes that I need to edit, and I haven't done any work on them yet. But well, I need. I think like most of them will probably be fine, but this yeah. one I think. This one I need to. I need because at this point we've just passed the two-hour mark of recording. Like fantastic. This, this is just great. Uh, so he didn't. He didn't start the recording. Didn't start the recording. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm just making this. I was like, oh, I guess it's about two hours now. <laughs> um, yeah. Imagine if this didn't reveal, if like one of your audio tracks got corrupted or something. That we recreate hard. the whole thing word for oh, word. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you should probably end the recording. Okay. As well. uh, yeah, so thanks for listening. I hope to see you all in the next one. Bye. <laughs>